You're listening to Racewire on Over the Top Cycling, Ultraman World Championships Day 2, and we are on the line with Billy Edwards. Billy, good day today? Uh, I mean, I'm happy I finished, put it that way. There were definitely, uh, we uh, we had an excellent day on um, on Friday, it was not, pretty much a, a near perfect day, despite the fact that uh, we came in third and uh, on the, on that day, but today or today was a bit of the opposite with regards to uh, different courses of events. But uh, I will say this: very happy that everything turned out, and uh, um, without a doubt, I honestly can't uh, uh, take too all the credit because my crew was freaking on it today with regards to just all the diversity we had. So, yeah, a day full of adversity. How about that? Uh, you know. A learning experience, I guess. Yeah, a bit, a bit. I mean, I think remember. I think part of our conversation yesterday was uh, with regards to calling it the Ultraman World Championships, and uh, I feel like today it definitely felt like the Ultraman World Championships with regards to just the what course swung at us, the way the racing was, the way some of the things on course affected the athletes. Um, it definitely felt like a world championships today, put it that way. That's really good to hear because I have not heard very much about today's stage, except that there were a lot of flats out on the course and that Billy Edwards crashed. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, at least you heard that. Uh, um, well, so it was, we pretty much started in a, uh, in a misty rain that turned it into a heavy rain. Um, we, we descended out of volcano, which is a, which Volcano National Park, which is notorious for morning uh, rain showers. And, uh, um, I mean, frankly, all the cabins where we were staying all had umbrellas in them. So um, you can't exactly use an umbrella on a bike, um, but in, when you're rolling out at uh, 6.30 in the morning downhill from descending from 4,000 feet down to about 1,000 feet over 23 miles, um, starting off in a big group, not exactly, in my opinion, the safest thing, as well as uh, there was racing, and it'd be at the, the stage race, everybody's, um, we were supposed to be, get to like travel on legal distance, uh, but yeah, so anyways, from the start, um, whoa, 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 wait, a, wait, a, wait a minute now, you started out in a pack, it wasn't a time trial start with, like, nope. Wow. We started. We started in a pack, and we were we were supposed to get up to uh, our uh, legal three bike length, seven meters uh, distance between each other in the first mile and a half. So uh, it takes a little bit of a uh, discipline, and uh, thankfully somebody went to the front and started drilling it, so that kind of spread us out pretty good. So there was only about five or six of us in the lead pack, and I kind of like I kind of pushed myself back away from it because there was a lot of infighting and. And I didn't want to, I honestly didn't want to get dinged with a penalty going down the mountain. I mean, and I don't want to sound like a jerk or anything, but I can't imagine being in a pack with everybody with arrow bars. Well, I mean, I'll be honest. I I think, I think the guys out here, I mean, these guys are uh, pretty savvy ultra cyclists. And that's one thing I have noticed relative to your normal, uh, even Ironman triathlete to the ultra cycle, the, the, this ultra community, I mean, you end up spending a lot of time on your bike, and most of these guys are pretty good bike handlers. Um, so, I mean, a lot of the wrecks were uh, deeper in the field and uh, not due to uh, necessarily bike handling anyways. So, at least towards the front of the field. 
Okay, Billy, I've interrupted you enough now. Sorry, let's get back to the race. No, it's it, it's it was a bit dicey because not only is it aero bars um, and skinny tires, and uh, it's also carbon fiber wheels, and uh, we're it's open road racing. So most a lot of the ultra cyclists that may listen to this understand that, and that you know we have to go with um, we have to abide by the traffic laws with regards to stoplights, and um, we also have to get over onto the shoulder. And uh, with the rain all around the, uh, the the island or the, the part of the island we were on today, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on the road. So um, that was another factor. I mean, I flatted once. There were lots of flats. I mean, I, I can't I can't imagine you'd find one person who didn't crash or um, uh, get a flat today. It just happened to everybody. It was just, and, you know, they say these are good roads, but frankly, there's they're good roads to a point. And then when the holes are there, they are massive, and they I just I just don't think they need to repair them, so they don't, you know, because <laughs> they're just you know, uh, the 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 bad patches sneak up on you, put it that way. So what happened with your crash? What mile were you at? This was a hundred and seventy mile day, according to the race. It was what more like one sixty five. Yeah, a lot of people had, yeah, the race says 170. It would look okay, like 175 on most people. But, yeah, we'll call it 170 because that's what the race says. It. But uh, it was um, it was about mile 30 or 40. Uh, I was with the, the lead group, and we were all getting it done uh, with regards to we had everybody had uh, the, the both first and second place as well as myself, fourth place, and uh, I think maybe fifth and so I think we'd all pretty much stuck together and we just, there were a lot of handoffs going down. We were sort of still in the middle of a, uh, um, uh, city type area. And, uh, we had a situation where there were a couple cars lined up. Um, there was some traffic and there were some rumble strips and basically myself and my crew member, we kind of, I, I couldn't, I, I was sliding between the van and, and rumble strips and, carbon fiber wheels were with that were very wet i couldn't couldn't get them to break and so it was uh yeah and i didn't want to dive into traffic either so yeah but um fell down popped back up put my helmet back on and uh or fixed up my helmet as best i could and uh took off down the road so um you know that happens um it's part it's part of uh the racing it's part of the deal um you know i just as i can tell my kids uh, you know what happens when you fall? Get right back up again. So uh, yeah. So no mechanical issues. You were able to get up and keep going. Uh, I'll be honest. My my crew responded phenomenally. Uh, um, I, I know my Garmin was bunk. I think it, I think it kind of went to Fritz, which caused a little bit of a a, a, a turning issue. A couple, you know, about five or ten miles down the road, uh, I could my a little bit groggy. Plus, uh, my Garmin wasn't working, and then. Uh, uh, you know, they, I think I honestly think they they took a good quick look see as I was trying to gather myself and get back on the road. Now, you and the people who know you expect a really good performance out of you on a bike day. So, where did you wind up? So I ended up finishing in uh, uh, one, two, three. I was actually came in with the uh, myself. And another guy came in right together, fourth, fifth. Um, I, I basically, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I uh, 
was a bit out of it for a good couple hours. I had I had a hard time gathering myself back up after the after the fall. Um, you know, no excuses. I mean, that's again, that's part of racing. But uh, you know, I just I just couldn't get myself out. There was a good rhythm section um, with a lot of uh, dippity doos and short punchy uh, stuff where it would have been really good if I'd been on my game to really ride them smart. And I just I was just a bit out of it. So um, I, I lost a couple spots there. Um, but eventually as, as the roads got steadier and we kind of got into steady climbing, um, I got my shit back together, but, uh, unfortunately it was not, uh, it was not the day that I wanted. Um, I was, it was over eight hours. However, it was four minutes faster than I did in Ultraman Florida, which, uh, should have been a, should have been a hard, should have been a, a much easier course. So in, in essence, I am personal besting the Ultraman distance at this point. So I guess I, should, I have that to, my, to hang my hat on and, you know, I, I stand uh, in third place overall uh, right now. I'm about probably about 30 minutes, 20 or 30 minutes back of second place. But unfortunately, I'm an hour and 20 minutes back of first. So a little disappointing that probably the Ultraman World Championship is probably out of it right now. But, uh, you know, uh, again, I also had a flat. We had some mechanical issues on my bike with all the extra schmucks on the road. So I'm happy with how things are going right now. You know, all things considered, you know, there's a lot of people who are out of the race right now. So, now I got to say, you sound great. I remember we did this same type of reporting from uh, Florida Ultraman, and by day two, you were sounding a little bit worked. And today, you sound up. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the big thing for me is tomorrow is the double marathon. Um, I put a lot of work into my to to make that run and. uh at this point, even even though I mean, I think I would probably might have been gaming it had I been closer to the lead. Um, but tomorrow now, I'm kind of like, well, I really want to see what. I mean, I'm not going to go out and try to kill it, but uh, I'd like to see what I can do. So, I guess I kind of feel like there's a, maybe a little less pressure to um, perform. I mean, if I, I'm pretty sure I can maintain my position, um, it, no matter what I do. Uh, so, you know, I think tomorrow will be a good test. I, I had a great swim, um, and uh, if I can put together a great run, uh, my bikes have been good, not great, um, but uh, you know I, I'd be happy with I'd be happy with the, with the uh, weekend if that was the case. And during the run, you can make up a lot of time. I could, I could. And the possibilities said, are. The guys could be the the guys in first and second place could be cooked. I don't know there's, you know, that's not to be said, you know, um, you know, I, I, I assume that uh, the first place guy was going to falter today. And, uh, I was, I was, I was, I will give him all the credit, Mike Cog on all the credit in the world. I mean, he's put together two phenomenal bike rides. So, you know, um, I assume if he came to two phenomenal bike rides, he's either got something that can either keep him in his position he wants in, or he's got to maybe even back it up. So we'll see. Now, any physical dings from the bike rack today? Oh, I got a nice cherry on my left, but I mean, I'll get over it. You know, that's what Aquaphor and uh, um, ten miles of running will, you know, fix that. I'll forget about that, and it won't be a big deal, and probably affect me more in the shower than anything else. <laughs> so nothing that's going to hurt you in the run tomorrow. That's great to hear. Well, I did just swim ten k and ride two hundred and. 70 miles. So yeah, but not that. from the crash. 
<laughs> no, not from the crash. Not from the crash. I'm, 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 I'm certain. And again, I got a great. Um, the massage therapist was actually the guy that I crashed into, so I took him out too. Thankfully, he was still able to work on me uh, this afternoon after the race. But that was pretty there. Is that uh, we, he was the one I collided with, and I'm like, well, I guess he's got more work to do tonight. <laughs> now, final question for you. You were saying that you haven't been able to sleep all that well. Were you able to sleep last night? And do you feel that you're ready to get some rest this evening? Yeah, I, I think I'll think I'll definitely get uh, some good rest tonight. Um, I, mean, I definitely slept pretty well last night. I got to sleep uh, once I did, and uh, I still woke up early. And I guess I think that's more of the time change than anything else. And then uh, uh, you have to excuse the chimes in the background <laughs> as I'm sitting along this one uh, eye in Hawaii. I don't know if you can hear that, but uh, anyways, uh, I've, I've been able to sleep uh, pretty good, pretty good last night. And uh, you know, if I wake up at four o'clock tomorrow morning, not a big deal at all, because um, that's a good time to start drinking coffee and uh, eating a bagel and get ready for race. What so time? I think I, you know, what time do we start cheering you on tomorrow morning? You would start cheering at six a.m. or nine o'clock uh, Boulder time. Okay, we will be doing that. Billy Edwards, it's great chatting with you. I look forward to uh, hearing about a fantastic run tomorrow night. Thanks, sir. I appreciate you uh, helping me uh, put the word out about the this event. It's pretty awesome. Racewire with Billy Edwards at the 2015 Ultraman World Championships in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. <music> Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. A-cast, 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 A-cast recommends. recommends.